I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 365 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Chad Veach is a globally renowned faith figure, author, and pastor of L.A.'s fastest-growing young adult church. He has a new book dropping August 18th titled Help, I Work With People. Chad's family became the focal point of a tattoo craze when stars like Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, Ashley Benson, and others got the letter G tattooed for Chad's oldest daughter who suffers from a rare, life-threatening brain disease. The pre-order for Chad's book is going to be down in today's show notes. Chad Veach will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between Chad Veach and myself, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and if you guys have been following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace, then you have seen the special guest for Friday's podcast. The Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, will be joining me here to take you guys into the Father's Day weekend. It's a tremendous honor for me to have him here and be a part of the podcast, so make sure you lock it in for that one coming on Friday. And I have some other amazing guest announcements that I'll be dropping very soon, so make sure you get over to Instagram and follow me at Alec underscore Lace. I do have some incredible offers for you listeners out there. I teamed up with former Navy SEAL and former guest of the podcast here, Eli Crane, to offer First Class Fatherhood listeners 20% off his highly popular bottle breachers. Uh, bottle breachers are bottle openers that are made out of 50 caliber ammunition. You got to check them out. They're so cool. Bottlebreacher.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout. You're going to save 20% off your entire order. All right, so I encourage you guys to get over there and check them out. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with Chad Veach. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, Dad, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Bottle Breacher. Bottle Breacher was founded by former Navy SEAL and former guest on First Class Fatherhood, Eli Crane. Bottle Breacher provides handcrafted 50 caliber bottle openers made by active duty service members and veterans. The staff at Bottle Breacher used to use 50 caliber ammunition to defend our country downrange. Now they use them to provide the best man gifts, groomsman gifts, and promotional products on the market. Open your next call one in style, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% off their entire order by using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit BottleBreacher.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout to save 20% off your order. Believe me, once you see them, you're going to want to get one, and once you use it, you're never going to want to open another bottle without it. Go to BottleBreacher.com and use that promo code FATHERHOOD to save 20% off your order and open your next call one in style. Joining me now, First Class Father, Chad Veach. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have four children, ages two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate, mom? <laughs> yeah, very well said. There, I have four kids myself. I got uh, uh, three boys and we got our girl on the fourth try. Did you guys... Uh, you guys do like any gender reveal every time to find out what you were having or did you always wait till the end? How'd you work that out? You know, we only did a gender. I'm opposite of you. I have girl, three boys. We did opposite of you. 
Um, but we only did a gender reveal uh, one time. And uh, the last one, we, we did the surprise. So it wasn't until he was born that we found out what, he, what sex he was. And then on the one that's four years old, we did a gender reveal. We did it via ice cream. Oh, wow. I like that. Yeah, those are some of the fun videos to watch on social media, the creative ways people come up with finding out what they're having, you know. So, I mean, I, I, we did it um, uh, for three of them. We did like sort of gender reveals to find out. And then uh, for the, my third son, we waited till the end. He was the only one we waited. And that was a, a really great surprise, too. So um, it's obviously either way. Uh, it, it's a blessing. You're adding a little fun to it. Uh, no, no harm in that. Uh, what, uh, you know, if you could hear, Chad, please just take a minute to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I live in Los Angeles, California, and my wife and I moved here five years ago to start a church. And uh, so I'm a pastor. Uh, and then I also write books and travel to speak. But, um, yeah, I grew up as a pastor's kid uh, in Seattle area. And so I've always worked in church, always tried to be in the service of helping people, encouraging people trying to be, you know, somewhat of a voice of hope. And uh, so, yeah, we've just enjoyed it the whole time. It's been a, it's been a thrilling experience. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, definitely needed right now, too. And what, what um, about how old were you then, Chad, when you first became a father? And how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, so um, I, my first child was born when I was 32. And it feels like life starts when you have your first kid. Kind of can't remember life before that. It's just life starts and it just get, you know, marriage doesn't change your life too much. Marriage just makes life a little bit better. But having a kid changes you having a baby. In fact, what's crazy about our story is my first child. We didn't find out until she was three months old that she has a rare brain condition called lysencephaly. Her brain never formed. She has what's called smooth brain. So my first child really changed us at, at our core. Um, here we, you know, have all the great experiences of a new baby and you're going home for the first time and all the first Instagram photos and everything. And then at three months to get a doctor's report saying your baby will never walk or talk or live to this many years of age and kind of put a death sentence over our first child. It was a rude awakening as a father. Yeah, I, I would imagine it was, Chad, and it's um, it, it's one of those things where there's so many people we don't realize sometimes what certain people are going through, especially when it affects our, you know, people's children, um, and, and how that just consumes so much of our life. And uh, you know, I've had other guys on that have had, um, you know, several different diseases with their kids. Plenty of dads that have unfortunately had to bury their children, and it's an experience that um, it, it's impossible to relate to if you haven't lived it. So it's it's great to hear the stories about it and the positive uh, mental. Uh, attitude towards it moving forward and beyond. And uh, I know that you, you you started the Zoe Church here, if I'm saying that correctly. What was the genesis of you starting the church and what separates it from others? You know, um, the genesis was, so when I was 18 years old, I moved to Los Angeles from Seattle and I went to uh, Bible college here and I worked at a church in East LA in kind of a poverty stricken area for almost six years. And when I left to go back to Seattle after six years of being here, I always had it in my heart to come back to L.A. And so eventually we felt like it was time. And so we moved down. And I think what separates our church, what makes it so unique is that it's a very young church. You don't know, a lot of churches today. And because most churches are a reflection of the age of the pastor, uh, 
Well, I'm, I'm young. I've worked with young people for a long time. So it's really special to lead a younger congregation. Of course, there's all ages in the church, but predominantly it would be, you know, uh, mid-20s, early 30s. And I count it as a real privilege to be able to have that demographic in our church. Yeah, and Chad, I think that that's another thing that is very much needed right now. I think the two things I talk about on my podcast uh, uh, so much is that God's been removed from so much of our society, especially from our youth. And so many kids are growing up without a father in their life. we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country. And those two things combined are creating devastating results in our society. And if we could just tighten up just those two things, I think the majority of the problems that we're seeing in our country would really dissolve quickly. I totally agree with that. And I think that, you know, the young will always win. The young will always win. And so we have to do everything we can to lean into that generation listen, understand, apply ourselves, and not write them off because they consume content than us that's different, dress a different way, talk a different way, have different value structure. We've got to do everything we can. In the same way that we were misunderstood, the next generation will always be misunderstood. And so we got to do our best to try and help them and lead them. Yeah, well said. Yeah, I think that's one of the struggles of life is to be able to uh, to listen, to understand and to find some type of common ground to work forward towards a, you know, a more peaceful, uh, better society for everybody where everybody benefits, everybody's involved, everybody's included. And uh, it's a win win for all involved, you know. So uh, and I know that. Uh, well, one of the things I, I like to ask the dads about that I get on the show, because, we, we, you know, it's, it's important to all of us. What type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? It would be the same. You know, I have phenomenal parents. My parents are very confident, very secure. Uh, I grew up in a very uh, strict home that was uh, conservative, wasn't allowed to watch this, you know, show and wasn't allowed to listen to this kind of music. And I'm grateful. You know, at the time, you're not grateful. At the time, you want to kick and scream and rebel against it. But I'm grateful that my parents protected my eyes, protected my ears, protected my life. And so I would be have a I would subscribe to a very similar philosophy and uh, I'm doing my best. You know, most parents are catching up to where they should be. They say ages zero to five is about gaining control. Say what you mean, mean what you say. You know, and, and, and a lot of parents are trying to gain control once the kid hits eight. If we didn't get it in zero to five, we're parenting a, a, a stage behind. So I'm really trying to, with my youngers, be very, very uh, consistent, very, very predictable, getting them on a good rhythm and good schedule. Um, and at the end of the day, trying to create confident kids, telling them, them more of who they are than who they're not. So if I correct my kid, my, one of my kids gets mean. One of the things that just happened to me uh, yesterday with my six-year-old, he's being mean to his little brother. And um, so I called him into, into his room and we, we're sitting there talking. I go, hey, man, what's what's going on? You're the best guy I got. Nobody better. I don't have anybody better than you. He's the oldest boy. And um, I say, you are so awesome, so kind, so funny, full, full of uh, life and encouragement. When you act this way, it doesn't make sense because it's not who you are. I'm trying to tell him who he is more than who he's not. Yeah, and I think that's important, Chad, because I think uh, 
you know, we got to be, become the gatekeepers of our mind and we got to watch what we're putting into our mind and what we're putting into the minds of our kids because uh, what they are taking in is what's going to eventually come out in some capacity. And I think a lot of people will argue against the fact that TV, music and entertainment can lead to any type of uh, bad lifestyle or bad choices or violence or anything like that. But I think, I mean, it's obvious that there's plenty of people that became boxers from watching Rocky and plenty of people that joined the military because of Black Hawk Down. And, like, you know, movies can inspire people to do great things. But I think movies, music, it also can work the, in the opposite direction. So I think uh, it's important to watch what our kids are consuming. And, and that leads me right into technology. How do you kind of monitor and handle right now? One of the bigger problems is that they have access to more things than we ever could have imagined as kids. So how do you monitor or handle all the technology and stuff like that with your kids? All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control. And chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bare rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at Manscaped.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. And that leads me right into technology. How do you kind of monitor and handle right now? One of the bigger problems is that they have access to more things than we ever could have imagined as kids. So how do you monitor or handle all the technology and stuff like that with your kids? Again, I would probably err a little bit more on the strict side. We None of our kids have iPads. None of our kids have their own phones. Uh, we're very strict with how much TV time they get per day. Like last night, for example, when they're going to bed, we let we let them watch a movie uh at night that's a rare occasion but because they watched a movie last night there's no tv this morning and they won't get tv until later tonight um so it's like you're gonna get a little bit in the morning the rest of the day we're gonna play or you get some at night you choose but we are definitely in fact my wife just said today i think for the month of july we're gonna go no screens no tv no screen it's amazing their behavior it just leaps forward when you limit the screen time so something we're really aware of really trying to get better at and constantly, you know, you feel guilty when you hand a kid a phone. I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. And I think, you know what, too, a lot of non-parents will always say, Oh, look, this dad is uh, giving the kid the phone. And it's like, look at him. I would never do that if I had kids. And you know what? We know better. We know that that ain't the truth. So it's like, uh, but, but I'll tell you what, uh, a screen free July. I mean, that sounds like something I would love to do with my own family just because we are consumed uh, with these devices, and it's so hard to detach from it, even though you're trying to monitor it. I do it with this podcast. I'm constantly trying to set better goals for myself of when I should be on here and when I shouldn't be, and it's difficult for me. So these kids are coming up with it. it, it we're starting them so young on it, and now with the, the COVID-19, we've had more time with them in the house, and now we're asking them to go on to the screens to join up with their teachers, join up with their friends, and so now the very same thing we've been trying to keep them away from, we're encouraging them to use now. So it's a, it's even made it more difficult here in the last few months. It's crazy. It is really wild. And I think we got to do our best to uh, protect their minds. You know, they're being shaped. And, um, and, and, and uh, you know, it's like when we were kids, 
there was one thing my mom was always saying, turn off the TV and get outside. <laughs> and, and, and now it's the same thing I'm saying to my kids. We're turning off the TV and we're getting outside. It's amazing how creative these kids are when they just make them go outside and play together. Yeah. Yeah, I had the uh, the Iceman, Wim Hof, on not too long ago, and, man, he preached that all the time, just, to, you know, how much the environment, how good it can do for you uh, in all ways. And I want to jump into here now, Chad. I know you got a, a book coming out. You got some pre-orders going on now, Help I Work With People. Uh, what was the origin of the book? What is it about? When's it coming out? Well, I always think, uh, thank you for mentioning it, my, my, my favorite thing in life is people. People make a place. It's not the building that makes a place. It's not the structure. It's the people that are in it. People are the best part of life. And uh, so often people get frustrated with, with others. They get frustrated with people. And so I wrote this book really because my favorite book growing up was a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And I loved reading about, you know, how do you, how do you have kindness and write thank you notes and treat people with class. And so the book really is help I work with people. We all work with people. I don't care what religious background you are or what uh, if you work in a large business, small business, uh, school district, whatever police force, whatever field of work you're in, you're working with people. And so we got to get good at three things. We got to get good at people skills, leadership skills and relationships. Uh, but the bottom line, and the book really talks about this. Healthy relationships are made up of healthy individuals. So it's never starting with them. It's always starting with my health, my self-view, my self-confidence, and my self-respect. And so I'm really excited about the project. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, I'm pumped up about that myself, Chad. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to drop a link in the description of the podcast episode to the pre-order. So my listeners get over there, uh, grab themselves a copy. And Dale Carnegie is one of the best. I love his uh, how to stop worrying and start living is another great one by him. And I, I encourage my kids to read, especially my third, my, thir you know, 12 and 14 year old. I think it's such an important part of life. And um, I think we all benefit when, when we're more educated and we get the information. Uh, and what going on that, uh, what are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids growing up? Well, the top value that I would say and what I preach all the time is kindness. That we treat people with kindness respect. And um, if I can produce kind, confident children, I think that they'll do really well. I want them to be incredibly genuine in their kindness, that kindness is from a, a very sincere place. And I want them to be very confident, not jealous of anybody else, not envious of anybody else's gift mix or skill set or status in life, that they're very confident kids. And I feel like if they're confident and they're kind, name a person that you don't like that's confident and kind. Yeah. I, I think they'll do really well. So those are two big values. Yeah, yeah good stuff, Chad. And, uh, well, you know what? You got the book coming out. The church is growing like wildfire here. What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? Well, I think the biggest goal that I would set for myself is that I would grow in confidence and I would grow in kindness. My biggest goal in life is just to make the biggest impact as possible. we got one life to live. We only got one shot at this thing. But there's no mulligans. There's no redos at life. So I'm just trying to swing as hard as I can to help as many people as possible, to raise up great, fantastic, incredible children, to have an awesome marriage, and to give them my best shot. Get up every day. One of my favorite sayings is, greatness doesn't happen in a day. It happens daily. So just got to get up every day, 
Do your best. Work it. Do what's in front of you. Be a good steward. And see where it lands. Yeah, right on with that, Chad. And the last thing I'm going to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, uh, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Well, I would say for the new dad, find a father you want to be like. We all need role models. In your business, you need a role model. In your marriage, you need a role model. And in your parenting, you need a role model. You need somebody to look at and go, that's the kind of dad I want to be. I want to, and, and so for me, it's a guy that's in his 70s. First of all, it's my father. But there's also another inspiration besides my own father that I look at, and all of his kids are grown now, and they all want to be in his house. They all want to be around him. And the thing about uh, being a dad is we won't tell how good of a job you did for years. And one of the telltale signs that you did a great job is that your kids still want to talk to you. Because remember, as a, as a, as a uh, parent, right now we're coaches. And once you know, our kids become 18 to 20, we're not a coach anymore. Now we're a consultant. Well, we all know this about consultants. Consultants are invited in. A lot of parents get it wrong because they're still trying to coach their 25-year-old. And the 25-year-old's like, no, that was when I was 15. I'm 25 now. So I want to be such a good parent that my kids are calling for my advice, asking what to do in this situation. How would you handle money in this situation? So I would say to every dad, find a role model of a father you want to be like. Yeah, very well said, Chad. I love the advice. This has been an honor for me, I got to say. Chad Beach, you're a first-class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks so much for, uh, for having me on, man. Appreciate you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Chad Veach for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in for the rest of the week here. I got a lot of awesome guests still to come your way. Friday, the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, will be joining me to take you guys into the Father's Day weekend. Make sure you take advantage of those offers at manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER. You save 20% off on your entire order, plus you get free shipping. And get over to bottlebreacher.com and use the promo code fatherhood and you can save 20 percent off over there as well all right that's all i got for you guys today i'm alec lace thank you for listening to first class fatherhood please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers Oh,